This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. You know, out in Nevada near the silver mines, there's a kind-hearted woman. She's looking so fine, always taking care of her community, bringing folks together is her cup of tea. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. And welcome. It's about town, Deb and City Talk. I thought since I'm in the babe cave, biggest little fashion truck, I should just change it up a little bit. And who doesn't want to change it up when you've got three rock star gals here that are all savvy in social media and all that. <laughs> so um, I, I'm just going to co-host. We have Britton Griffith. No, not Britton Oh my gosh. It's okay. Britain. I do all the time. It's, I know. Yeah, I mean, there's only two of us <laughs> I know, right now, so I know. it happens. Britton Murdoch, none. I always say, you know, I've done that to her, too. And yeah, but I mean, it's a unique it's like, name. No, it's because they're both my, I love them both. So that's a Debbie okay. talk. Okay. <laughs> I started, maybe I'm all confused because we rocked and rolled in here. But we are going to be talking about International Women's Day in sports. And we have three rock style, sis, rock style sisters who have all played sports together. They're in the same family. And we're going to share a little bit about how they felt, what it was like growing up as sisters playing sports, talking about going to college, and then becoming amazing women in the community and how that all brought it together and what they're doing now compared to what they did when they were throwing a baseball or hitting a volleyball or doing a little boxing. So I'm really excited to hear their stories. Um, And then... We co-host right here. We got Brittany here. Make sure she's here. So she will be doing the introductions when we come back for the next one. And then um, I also want to say hi to, um, to Bridget and McCain. McCain is waving in there. Give us a wave. So it's really going to be fun. I'm just happy to kind of be sitting in a fancy chair. Yeah. I went shopping before the show started. <laughs> but we're going to toast to our wine. Let's do a toast. And I'm going to have Melissa... Bring over the bottle so we can thank Crystal Basin. Yay. And what do we have here? Can we do? It is iconic. Iconic. Because yeah. this is, these women are iconic that I'm with. <laughs> so we're going to do a cheers to Crystal Basin. We want to say thank you. Cheers. And we also want to thank um, phoenixmedia.us, Christian, behind the scenes there. You can follow us at um, phoenixmedia.us find out more about being a sponsor or at abouttowndeb.com we also want to thank kim surratt one of our sponsors surratt law practice kim make sure we you've met you know kim yeah, she's great. kim make sure we do everything legal it's kind of good to have a legal person on your team never so hurts. we love never hurts <laughs> we love having kim and then we also have gratis gives processing kirk allure so when um, I do a purchase or somebody pays a bill or you go online, when you use the um, gratis gives, a portion of your of your processing fees goes to a local charity. That's awesome. So it's the way, you know, and your fees are cheaper. So I want to thank Kurt for that, for joining in and supporting us. So that is our sponsors. Oh, one more thing. Check out the hair. 
Check out the hair. Cute. Can you see that? Love it. Can we see it back there? Love yeah, it. you can see it. Caliber Hair and Makeup Salon. We want to thank Jossie for that. And my new top, or might as well go ahead and get This is the new style, right? The one it's shoulder? It's the cold, yeah, it's a cold one shoulder. I usually like two shoulders cold, but Not I'm... Not anymore. This is 2021, uh, and it's only the one. I, I still, you know, <laughs> I have a rough time, because these gals know how to dress me and i still want to go back in the dark ages you do but find them. i try but anyway so yeah. we, we want to thank everybody for helping us get to where we are today so normally we say a little bit about what has happened or what's going to be happening and since we mentioned mentioned crystal basin you want to go wine tasting again oh, do you miss it that was so fun Oh my this time? You need to go yeah. this time. So Car we actually went, I don't know whether we made it all the way into Carson Road that time. Mm -mm. We didn't. I but wish. Next time we will. So Carson Road wineries, they're they're having they have a winter wonderland, is what they normally call it. And I'm excited because they are going to be doing it again, but it's winter wine pass adventure. So it started February first. 2021 thank god we're not saying 20 anymore i huh? know oh. i know so i'm really excited about it because it lasts all the way to march 31st so you can go over the hill and you get a pass and you get a complimentary wine flight at the carson road wineries and you're going to get five dollars off your wine purchase per person so it's a good way to take your time when the weather's nice head on over there and um, Fiddleton Estate Winery is also doing complimentary charcuterie trays with your mm -hmm. and five oh, flight. Yeah. So it's really good. So we have Crystal Basin, <laughs> D Victoria, Fenton Harriet, Fiddleton, Micah Sellers, Nello Olivo, Red Poet, and Via Romano. So go ahead and go on to Carson Road Wineries, and I will be sharing on my page as well. So that is my pick for the month for wine tasting. Go ahead and head over there. And then um, I, you know, there's you guys have something going on right now. Let's share a little bit about that before we go into break. What you guys are giving back to the community. So tell a little bit about that. Okay, so um, we are teaming up with the Eddie House, and, and, and tell them what the Eddie House is. The Eddie House um, supports homeless teens, um, ages 18 to 24. Usually, is kind of like their um, demographic. It's people that have like aged out of the foster system. Um, and not only do they give them a place to stay, but they also equip them with skills to get a job um, or to be successful in life. So it's a really, really just cool, amazing thing that they do for our community. Um, so we were trying to figure out a way to give back to the community because we love to do it. We love Reno. Mm -hmm. um, and through women's clothing and what aligns with the biggest little fashion truck. And so we are collecting gently used clothing from our customers when they come into shop or at our pop-up events. Um, they bring in a bag, they bring in one piece, 10 pieces, doesn't matter. They get 15% off with the BLFT on their purchase. And then we are going to donate that to the Eddie House. Oh. And not only are we going to donate it, we're going to like do a full BLFT pop-up and let them shop. Oh. We're going to give them free styling advice. We want to give that, them that experience of finding things that fit their style and, and their bodies. It. Yeah. Oh. That's perfect. It's cool. So speaking of that, Melissa, uh, my amazing Melissa, she actually brought some clothes. I have some Yay, clothes. Thank you guys. And some of mine that I brought were actually some of the biggest little fashion truck clothes. Nice. Nice. Not that I want to give them away, but I did like lose a little bit of weight. So yeah. I thought instead of leaving the clothes that don't fit you in the closet and not and just keep looking at them, why not donate them? Right. 
and then I shopped. So I have a new top. I donated some tops and a dress. Right. Not that we're all wearing a lot of dresses right now. We had that come, but they, they will. will. So and you know, like when you know when they're you know young adults and they're going out for jobs, you know they they may need to wear a dress. They so, want to um, feel good. They want they to want to have that shopping experience that we get, and that's what we're trying to provide for. So them. I'm really excited about that. I'm excited I was able to do that. And it's time for our first break already. How does that wow. happen? That so buy in a gif. It does. Uh, Jeff. So it's About Town Deb with City Talk with the Murdoch Gals. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's About Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now back to the show. And welcome back to the second segment of City Talk. I'm About Town Deb, Debbie McCarthy, your host. I am so excited to be in my hometown, Reno, Nevada, at the Babe Cave, the biggest little fashion truck. And I'm with lots of babes, but these babes are extraordinary. And they are rock stars. They're not only smart and talented, they have, um, they're athletic. And growing up, they learned a lot about teamwork and about self-confidence and that's thanks to their amazing mom and dad yes and we talked about that and we're going to share a little bit about that where it's amazing when parents can look at their children male or female and just let them be them and not judge them not assume they want to do something just let them be and see how amazing and talented they end up and these gals have shined bright so co-host Britton here i am gonna let you because you're the co-host she's the expert in sports i'm the left-hander that wasn't allowed to be left-handed that was picked last in the season so i'm going to sit back a little bit but i'd love each of you to take a turn who we want to start with mccain yeah so why don't we start with mccain and then bridget and then you and say a little bit about your background and what sports you played and what your passion is all right um hi guys um as she said i'm mccain uh, I grew up um, playing three sports. I played basketball, volleyball, and track at Reno High. Um, and now I'm actually the only girl on the university's boxing team. Um, wow. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. And so, growing up like in a sports family, it's just taught me a lot, and it's really shaped me into the person that I am today. Well, you know, you were saying the only girl. <laughs> how tough is that right now, today? And, and how do you compete and stay in shape and and do that um it's definitely an uphill battle every single day i go into that gym um being the first girl that actually walked into that gym was difficult because they didn't know what to do with me they didn't want me there and i just kept coming back every single day and i owe that a lot to like my family who just said if this is something that you want to do go and do it and so i had a really strong foundational support system behind me to be able to do what i want to do oh awesome yeah she's amazing she is. Okay, Bridget, talk about your sports <laughs> adventures. My name's Bridget, um, and I played a bunch of sports growing up, softball, basketball, and volleyball, but the sport that I chose to go play in college was volleyball. I like volleyball. Um, yeah, it's definitely a really fun sport. Um, definitely my parents had a big role in that, giving us all the opportunities to be able to practice and get good enough to go play that sport in mm-hmm. college. Yep. Well, see, but you've said you played three sports. 
Yeah, growing up. So what what like what age did you play what sports? Because I know with my boys, they started out with soccer, then they went yeah. to t-ball and yeah. then baseball. Definitely so played all of them. Started out with soccer as a young kid. Yeah. Played t-ball, did it okay. all. Played softball because that was what she played. And so, but that wasn't my sport. Um, and then I played basketball and volleyball in high school. And then it was time to choose which one she I wanted really to pursue. just was amazing at volleyball, rose to the top got a scholarship, played wow. for Sacramento State University. Ooh, that's right. I remember um, that. Yeah, won a conference championship. She played in almost every game in her four years. And she, I'll just brag a little bit about her. You brag all you she want. She has the ability to persist no matter what. So through hard times, she can just persist. And something about McCain, too, is she's brave. Um, she's the bravest person. Oh. Watching her walk out into the ring, I mean, I mean it was – yeah, I'm going to cry because it's just, you're trailblazing. And my sisters are just so amazing, both well, of them. I mean, I, I'm like nervous just thinking about you walking yeah, out no, it's in the rain. <laughs> it's like, but just the idea of you walking into the gym. And I know that this isn't a sport, but when I had my, one of my second jobs, I worked at Lockheed and I was in a field, I was a receiving clerk. So I was a girl, well, I am a girl. but but when I got hired they said you know you have to lift this much weight you have to do this and I'm like I think I could do that I could do it but they they didn't think I could and the men were not happy to see this I was like 19 to come in in a whole man's world in shipping and receiving and yes they did help me thank goodness because I could not lift as much as I needed to but I remember it was a I was a little bit nervous walking in every day and there was only two women in the whole area we were in and they all would like look at us like you think you can do this and then I worked my way up but I was scared so just to hear you and I wasn't walking into a ring where I was having to wrestle with guys I was having to pick up material which was a little bit different but that's pretty cool so let's let's hear your story oh man okay um Sports seems so long ago now. She's the one that started it all. So let's, yeah. So how was it being the influencer? I I don't think that. I think we all kind of had our parents again. Our dad is huge into sports. Our mom is an extremely athletic and competitive person. So the mixture of them pushing us forward, giving us that opportunity. I played um, basketball and softball. I chose softball, played at the University of Nevada, go pack. Um, And yeah, had a, had a good career. I loved it up there. I love playing for my hometown. I actually chose to play for Nevada over other schools is because my sisters were a lot younger than me and I wanted to stay home and be with them. I was graduating. I couldn't even imagine leaving them. We're just so tight knit and like we have each other's back. And I think sports, honestly, she ever made. Yeah. (laughs) Side note. (laughs) Sports is something that just connects us all. It's a thread that, you know, aside from having the same blood, that keeps us together, keeps us oh. on common ground. Whew. Okay. Well, we're yeah. going to go right into some questions because okay, cool. we were trying, I was trying to find questions that would really hone in on family. Cause really you guys, what it's about, even when you're, when you're on a team on any team sport, you become family. Yeah. That becomes your family. And you guys started out as family. So when you were little, we'll go with McCain first again, we're going to get you first here. So when you were little, did you ever imagine meeting your favorite sports idol and who would that be? Um, so growing up, if I'm being honest, my like biggest sports idol was Britain because oh. when she did go to college, I was eight years old. Um, and oh. so I figured to grow up watching her play. 
Thanks, Doc. I love that. What about Bridge? Well, I was <laughs> like to say the same thing. Growing up, she was definitely a few years older, and um, I looked up to her. But she also sh showed us how to be tough and stay on it and work as hard as you possibly can to be the best. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have the worth ethic, you won't be the best. And I had it right in front of me. So it was pretty easy to see what path I was going for. And she made it pretty easy to have her as our idol. And oh. on top of it, Jeez, guys. <laughs> having her as my sports idol, she was the one that believed in me the most, that I was good enough to go play when I didn't believe that I was good enough. And neither did other coaches or anyone else, but she oh. was the one. So she's my idol, but she also mm. believed in me too. Well, You're that always good enough, first of all. Yes. She was light years ahead of other people. So. But you know what? To hear you say that, so if you're listening out there and you're, uh, you know, a, a, in high school or you're in college, you just said you didn't feel good enough, yet you had been playing sports and you have got a scholarship. So at what point did you feel like, I got this? At what point during that? When, I mean, even to when I, when I got my first visit, when they asked me to come visit the school because <laughs> they wanted me to play, I was like, oh, it's real. And she was like, I've been telling you this. And I'm like, oh, so that's kind of when it clicked and I was like, I am good enough, but I didn't see it. And she did the whole time. It's so. hard not to have imposter syndrome when you're not six, four and people aren't crazy. Like we are extremely athletic. We're not going to be the tallest, the strongest, the fastest. We will work the hardest. We will show up on time. We'll be the best team player. And eventually we'll, we have proven to become one of the best players on every team we've been on um, with a little belief in ourselves though. So. So, yeah, gosh, I love this. Yeah, no, she definitely deserved to be at that level times a hundred. So. Oh. Well, we're going to go with another question. We have like a little under three minutes, but we're going to go right back to McCain. So get ready for this one. So did you ever pitch yourself, which you are probably right now, competing in a big event in front of a large crowd of people and just winning that event and rocking it when you were a little bit oh. younger? And if you have, tell us where you're at now with that. Of course. I mean, it all started when we were younger and like Britain or my dad would announce us like now at the free throw line, two seconds left, down by two. Like you all have these little scenarios in your head. Um, and as I got older, they just got like, it never like those big moments like happen, but it doesn't happen just how you kind of played it out in your mind, I guess. I mean, I ended up thinking I was going to hit two free throws to win the state championship, and now I'm in a boxing ring. But those, like, fantasies and those dreams got me to where I am. Ugh. Yeah. Our family, I mean, sports has been running in our blood forever. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that, do you care if I talk about yeah, mom and dad? Yeah. So yeah. I pictured, so just another shout out to our parents. I know this might be redundant, but um, I always pictured myself um, playing, you know, I actually picture myself playing men's sports because I wanted to um, be a boy. I wanted, I had boy cousins. I wanted to keep up with the boys. I wanted to be the first women's football player at Notre Dame that didn't check out. Um, but what did check out is my parents allowed me to be on the wrestling team. Uh, I, and I ended up being the first female wrestler in the state of Nevada. Um, but just my parents didn't push what they wanted their little girl to be. They ended up um, letting me be me. And 
now here I am owning a bashing truck and was an athlete. So thanks mom and dad for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, by the way, I love your mom and dad. So I'm very glad that I am sitting here with these guys. They're amazing. Believe it or not, it's time for a break again. So we want you to stay tuned. Um, If you have any comments, you're watching the replay. If you played sports, we'd love to hear your story. Um, It's about Town Deb with City Talk with the Murdoch Gals at the Babe Cave. Be right back. That's what she said. Come on, let's have some fun with About Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to this week's episode of City Talk. And I wish the breaks didn't. I mean, I wish we just had more time. But I'm really excited to be in Reno. So you guys know. So actually, where is the Babe Cave? So if you're and you can order online. So tell us a little bit about where we're at before we go into the next question. Okay, so we are the biggest little fashion truck. We do have a mobile boutique. Looks like a food truck, but it's a fashion truck. We have a physical physical location, 1890 Dickerson Road, um, right by Strange Bikini, Sierra Water Gardens. It's a little art district over here, fun little place of Reno, in Reno. Um, and we do shopping appointments here. So you can just message us on Instagram or shop us online, easy way, so. Yeah, and especially now, shopping online is so easy. And you've got photos of all the items. Yeah. They'll ship it right to you. That is the way to go. Or I'm lucky pick it up. that you I don't have to pay oh. for shipping. You can pick it up oh. here from the base case. I like that too. Mm-hmm. And I love it. So we're going to go back with some questions here. I'm just going to throw one out and we'll see who wants to answer it. Okay. But I think mm-hmm. we already know. Um, this one is a little bit more, I don't know whether it's edgy, but just a little bit more, not controversial. But So what radical things do you think must change? in order for women's sports to be taken as seriously as men? I would say that I think that it starts with men. They need to be talking about it, posting it more, and that goes to the big platforms. I'm talking ESPN, Fox News Sports, all of them. They are the ones that choose to only post about men's sports, um, promoting that, the big games, and just like a – For example, NBA will be having just a regular season men's game and they'll choose to play that instead of a women's finals game or something. And so I think it starts with the platforms that we are seeing that they need to promote it more, more commercials for women's sports, um, letting people know, just, you know, putting the information out there about women's sports because it's all men's. I couldn't agree. Starts with the platforms. I couldn't agree more with you on that. The journalism, um, if you go to ESPN, the top 10 headlines are gonna be for men. Um, if they did a better job with the storytelling and the backstories about women's sports, I think that people would be um, hooked on it more. I must say, though, I mean, we have come a really long way. Just the fact that all three of us had had this opportunity. Yeah. It's the women who came before us that blazed the trail. And now people like McCain who are blazing the trail. So it's we have come a long way. We need to for sure give our respects to the women that came before us and fought for us so that we could get full ride scholarships to a d1 school Mm -hmm. you know that is huge but yeah if they change the journalism i think that it would really snowball from there you know what mccain i'm I'm gonna go to you on this one because i was just since you are right now in the game you're yeah she's in it you're in it right now so what could they do differently to make you feel like i'm in it i'm rocking it and so other women that say I, I want to box or I want to play basketball. You know, how could they help all these other women feel more confident and know that they're doing the right thing? 
uh, I think it starts with like the community that they're welcoming you, welcoming you into. Like the atmosphere that I was welcomed into wasn't very welcoming. It was more so like my coaches were so old school and that's not necessarily their fault, but they were just like, we don't know how to train a girl. We don't know why you're here. Why do you want to be here? Kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but like my teammates themselves were very welcoming and they were like, all right, like if you're going to be here, you're going to do the same things we're going to do. And I was like, okay, I can do the same things you guys are going to do. That's not a problem. I can keep up. Um, but I think it also starts with like the big, the big name athletes. Um, like we, Kobe, um, Kobe Bryant, before he had passed away, was a very big advocate for women's basketball. Um, and since his passing, no one's really stepped up to the plate to make that, like to be a voice for the women athletes. Ugh. Right. I think that goes back to the girl dad thing, right? Once <laughs> he had his daughters, he was like, it's time to go. I think daughters change dads and show them. And that's why dads are so intense at girls' sports. But, McKean, you also chose – you didn't choose – well, you did choose, but you picked the route that is really hard. Boxing yeah. is a historically male sport, dominated sport. Volleyball, on the other hand, Bridget had a little bit easier road. So there, we are growing, but there's two ends of the spectrum, you know, um, and it's just gaining that, that equality in the gym for you. But I would think it would even be hard for you to be in the gym yeah. and being the only woman in no, the gym. That's why I'm there. saying she's and brave. The, yeah, I did. That's what and I'm maybe saying. the guys don't want her there because she yeah, is. There were days I would come home just like crying to my dad and my mom being like, they don't want me here, but I want to do this. But and you've earned dad, their respect now. Yeah. After <laughs> my like, I got time, it now. Yeah. No, they yeah. She's totally proven herself time and time again. And that says a lot about you, McCain. And now she's the president of the yeah. boxing association. Oh. The only girl she's and the president. The guys need her. Yeah, they want her to run oh the show. God, it's that time again. Oh my gosh, it's that time again. Wow, that happened so. Quick. I don't know how that happened. So, oh my gosh, unless yeah, I no, I think we're still good until we go back. I may have saw that wrong. That's a good thing. So now we're gonna go to. I know, like when kids are playing sports in little league. But now I'm. I don't want to keep saying little league because that was my experience with my guys. And then in high school. You know, if you have a really bad game, like you're feeling yes. like, oh, or you rock your game or you rock right. your match and you like walk off that field, you think, oh, my God, that was amazing. But I know the times when you don't feel you're your best. You know, how, how does that make you feel like what's the emotions and how do you get through that good or bad? Who wants to take that one? You can go. Okay. So, yeah, this is something that um, is learned. So I think that it's your as a child and you're going through sports, you're feeling these highs and these lows for the first time. And it's really exposing because, you know, you've hit your first home run, nothing feels better, but then you strike out with the bases loaded and that <laughs> hurts really bad too. Um, and so it's hard not to cry because it's two ends, it's two extremes. As a good athlete and as you grow, you need to learn and something that um, my coaches taught me, my dad taught me, my mom taught me, um, is to, you know, stay in between. Don't hit the highs and don't feel the lows. We call them peaks and valleys. You got to stay in the, in the middle. You got to stay consistent. You don't get too high. You don't get too low because the second that you're at a high, you have to know by experience that a low is right around the corner. Right. And that's just the nature of sport. Yes. So staying somewhere in the middle allows you to, I don't know, get back out there and give it a, you know, a fair chance. If you're high and then you strike out, it's just too many emotions in one game. I think that has 
carried over into business. That's where I was going to go next. hundred yes. percent. We've learned that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, running a small business is no, I know. It's no joke, especially during a pandemic and being able to, you know, stay consistent through the highs and lows. Um, it's like, okay, we felt this before, you know, I felt mm-hmm. this kind of pressure. Similar, I felt the highs, I felt the lows and you got to stay in the middle and sports has 100% taught us that. Totally agree. And just like going off of that, like going like future in sports, like your performance, like now in real life, it has carried over that. Like after you have a bad game, you, your performance like defines you and learning that and going into real life, that performance in anything, sports or whatever, everyday life, that it does not define who the person you are. Yes. And learning that has just been, it's gone a long way. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So McCain, again, you're in it right now. So if you, if you're out there and you have a, a, a match where, you know, you're just, you're not feeling as your best and you're with all the men around you, how does that affect you differently being a woman? Um, it is very difficult because men are really like taught at a young age, like you're not supposed to show emotion. That's what I was going for. Um, yeah. And as a female, like we're, it's like, we show emotion a lot easier. Um, I think like as an athlete, we were always taught to keep your poker face on and like, you're not supposed mm-hmm. to necessarily show emotion. And my dad has told me once before, like we cry on the inside, like winners kind of thing. <laughs> and yeah. so like I, there have been times where I'm very emotional in the gym and I'm like, God, I'm just like, I'm not getting it today. I'm really tired today. I don't know. But I just like, if you're not there to put in the work and you're not there to be your best self and to progress every single day, then why do you go kind of thing? And so even when you're having like a very bad day and you are feeling very vulnerable and again, being the only girl, like I just have to, I just suck it up and I'm there and it's going to be over. It's an hour of my life. Then I come out and I'm a stronger person the second oh, I walk to the gym. Floor. It's some tough skin. Yeah. For you. Yeah. You get better sure. despite the environment around mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You're blooming where you're planted. Oh. Mm-hmm, if you will. You guys are wise beyond their years. I tell you, <laughs> it, it's because you have, it's, you know, I think it boils down to it. Your family. Really, I honestly believe that who you're around in your and family's not always blood. It's who you're around with your friends, with your neighbors, in your community. If you are around women and men who build you up, mm-hmm. no matter what your highs and lows are going to be, you have somebody right there to kind of keep you balanced. And I feel like you guys have had highs and lows, but at the end of the day, you're we're there together. Blessed. We're very blessed. And that and shows the importance of other parents for their kids yes. getting into sports. Yeah. yeah. And that's really good. And the good. influence they have. Mm-hmm. That makes a difference. Definitely. Oh my goodness. So let's, when we, it's almost that time for the break again, but before we go to break, I always like to give a shout out to grandma B and tell her, thank you for always in at Glenda and all my family and friends for, I I know it's like a big, I mean, if I was Carol Burnett, I would do this. I just say it because that's who I am. And I also want to give a shout out to DD James, ddjames.com. Um, the little jingle that we have, he actually has a complete song. So at some point we will get that done. But for right now, we're using the jingle. So I, I want to thank him. that jingle. It's, it. it's amazing. But I can't wait to hear the whole song because wow. the whole song really talks a little bit about Hot August Nights oh, and about cool, Reno cool. and community. So it's time for our final break. Oh, I think it's that time. I don't want it to be that time. Wow. So 
do we get to keep you a little bit? Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. I want to make sure. Yes, we get to keep you. So it is About Town Deb with the Burnout Gals. Um, we'll be right back. Stay tuned and we'll see her on the backside. Ready to help from her toes to her head. Just give her a shout. Call About Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk with About Town Deb, Debbie McCarthy, and I'm here with the Murdoch Gals. I got to tell you, I, I almost forgot something really important. Happy birthday to Josh, my son. Oh, yes. He just turned 32 today. And um, I also want to give a little thank you to his birth mom. I might as well do that. So um, Regina, if you're listening, thank you for the most amazing gift. And Josh, I'm honored and blessed to have you as my son and um, can't wait to see you tonight for dinner. So happy birthday, Josh. Um, 32. I don't know where the time goes by. It's ah. just a thing. It's just a, it's thing. Just a it's... thing. Jazzy Georgia is manning the Facebook and so is Melissa. And Jazzy Georgia always says age is just a number. I'm finally learning to believe that. But, you know, we all worry about age, but we also worry about how we feel about our bodies. Mm. So how do you feel confident? And because you guys, you guys have all played sports, your girls, your sisters, you hold each other up, you're there for each other, and your career paths are now helping other women feel confident. So tell us a little bit about how you help women and how you guys feel about the whole body confidence. Okay, so um, playing softball and really any sport, um, athletes and women in general across the board, they come in all different shapes and sizes, but especially um, college athletes because we're lifting, we're tall, you know, the, the goal is to be strong um, and muscular. And um, I kind of found a niche when I was helping my teammates um, dress and you did the same thing <laughs> because um, volleyball players, yeah. historically tall. Um, so we would help them like before we go out, we would like get them all dressed both of us. And it was like this thing that we didn't even know that we were mm-hmm. good at. Like, we was just like, Oh, let me help you. Like cinch your waist here or like cuff Ooh. your thing, make your legs look longer, cuff the bottom of your jeans. Oh, I have a shirt that will go well. With, yeah. With come here. Let yeah. me help you. Yeah. Yeah. Come back here. Like our girls would show she up at our house. Like, come <laughs> back here. Let me help you out. So that's how we kind of learned that we have a knack for this. We also knew that we are being I mean, our grandparents own stores. So we have retail in our blood and all of that. Um, but it is such a huge thing. Feeling confident in your body um, is a big thing and clothing is just one of the avenues to feeling confident, um, in your body. But that's kind of how we got started is we wanted to, you know, take that skill and that knack and take it to the next level. Um, but what were you going to say? Just to go like, while I was playing a sport in college, like your body obviously changes just when you're growing up, you're growing from a young girl into a woman. Um, and I started, lifting in college, they want you to get a lot stronger. My coach was like, you need to get stronger and gain muscle. And for me, I mean, that's a a little bit harder to, you don't want to gain weight or muscle. Um, But then I was talking to my sister and she goes, all right, you have four years out of your whole entire life to do what they want you to do and get as strong as you possibly can to make you the best at what you're there to do. And so I'm like, and then she goes, and then when it's done, you can choose and do whatever lifestyle you want your body type to look like. But for right now, you're there. Give it the best you got to be the best at the sport you play. And so as soon as I got that out and I 
gained so much muscle and watched myself like perf- be able to perform better in the sport because of that. And I let mm. go of the body issues. Yes. Um, I was way happier and it led me to be a better player. And yeah. to also now understand the customers who are coming in when they're feeling like maybe it close isn't fitting right or they're mm-hmm. at a low, what they consider a low point. Um, just some advice just across the board is as women, our bodies change. I mean, it no matter yeah. what, it's inevitable. We're gonna have times that we feel great. We're gonna have times we feel rock solid. We're gonna have times that we feel really low, especially with pregnancy and breastfeeding and all the different things that time of the month. Like women have so many variables that go into how we feel about ourselves. We need to be easy on ourselves. We need to understand that our bodies are amazing things. They're doing amazing things. They're our vehicle to get us through our day. And I mean, we love to dress up that vehicle and make ourselves feel (laughs) the best that we possibly can at that moment. But if you're having a down moment, shelf it. Um, try to figure out how you can maybe get it back. Be patient with yourself, give yourself some leeway and find some cute clothes to throw on it. Guaranteed you will feel better and more confident in it. Yes. Well, I totally agree with everything she said. I am one of those who have come in here over the last few years. And if I'm on my plus 10 extra weight or plus 20 extra weight, I come in and I shop and I am depressed. It happens. And, no, and I'm just being real. And, yeah. and you got they're like they talk you up and they help you find clothes to make you feel better. But then if I come in and I put on something that they say, you know, try this, and you just glow and you smile. And the other good thing about when you shop with these gals, mm-hmm. I literally I've come in and put something on and I'm like, Yeah, she goes, Let's take it off. You do not even like that. I'm like, really? She goes, No, it doesn't it doesn't make you shine, it doesn't make you happy. And I love the idea when you come in to get styled, you're going to get styled the way you need how to make you happy, not to make them happy. Well, I mean, we're going to be honest with you, you are, too. And we you never are. want and someone to walk out feeling like, mm, was that okay? Like, yeah. It's so, either got to be a hundred or no sale. Yeah. And I truly am blessed with that because I have had my ups and downs and I still have our ups and downs. Have. And we've been there. But it's so okay. we are empathetic towards it because right. we have all, McCain included, oh, yes. have been there. Highs, mm-hmm. lows. Yeah. We know what it feels like. Yeah. But we want you guys out there listening to know that you're beautiful the way you are. It's really what this is about. And no matter what your body shape is, no matter what you're feeling in the inside out, you're going to make it through it. And you just need to surround yourself with amazing family and friends to help you when you are having those downs. And I love the idea about the the highs and the lows, no matter what business career you're in, Mm -hmm. that is going to happen. Right. And with this whole last year, we've all had times where we just didn't feel our best and we're wearing PJs all day. And um, it was tough, but I think this year it's time, it 2021, is, yeah. it's time to invest in yourself, invest in yeah. yourself and not just with clothes. If you need to talk to yes. somebody, talk to somebody, um, you know, if you need to take that extra walk, go take the walk. If whatever you need to do, it's really important to do that self-care. It's the holistic the person holistic that you person. look at. Clothing yeah. is one of the many things that goes into that, yeah. but it's the holistic person, self-care, mental, yeah. physical, right. emotional. So I'm not sure quite on the time, but I'm gonna ask each of you, we're gonna start with McCain. Just, if you could tell a young woman one thing, if she's thinking about competing in sports, what would your top thing be for that? Um, I mean, from a young age, I've always just like, I, always, I fly my own flag and everybody will say it. Like I kind of just like, do my own thing and I make my, my mind about something and I go do it. When I put my mind to something, I'm unstoppable. Uh, 
And I just want a lot of like younger girls to know that like if you make up your mind to choose to do something, no one can stop you. Block out the haters. You're good at that. I love it. Yep. Okay, Bridge, what would be your one thing if you had to pick one thing? I would have to say, if you are thinking that you're not good enough and if you are actually not good enough, the one, the girl who works the hardest and puts in the work will end up on top, will always succeed. The one who works the hardest. It's who's willing to put in the work who's going to make it. Our dad always told us dreams don't work unless you do. So oh, that's a good one. one thing that has stuck with me what? is if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I was going to ask about a quote, but you already beat me to yeah, it. Oh, I am God. so glad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What about you? So if I could give some advice to someone um, who wants to play sports, a young girl, um, I think there's just two things I would say. The first one is don't let someone label you. And if they do label you, don't let that be you. Um, if someone says that you're not sporty, you don't have to take that. Try a different sport or try something else. Just because someone labels you, that doesn't mean that it's the truth. Um, and the second thing is don't stop playing because you get distracted with other things. In high school, in there's, you want to hang out with your friends, you want to do all these things, but I promise you, you will never regret playing a sport in college. Work hard, persist through the hard times, and don't quit when it gets hard. If someone labels you wrong, or if there's other distractions, not worth it. I like I that. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I we all felt that, right, guys? We're yeah. like, oh, but we want to go to homecoming. Nope, you got to oh. miss it. You got to oh. be in bed. You have a you game have tomorrow. Practice. Do you remember homecoming? I don't know. I had enough remember? memories in high school. Yeah. I had a great time, but I definitely feel like playing in college taught me way more and equipped me for the real world. And not to say not playing a sport is bad, no, but the difference no. of experiences of that I had playing a sport to someone who didn't is it's just different. I had a better experience going through college. It's so what I wanted. Something that they're thinking yeah. of doing. Definitely. Go definitely. For it. I love it. Yeah. So before we have just a few more minutes. I want to thank each of you for sharing your hearts and your stories with us. And I know that we're going to be watching a cane. Yes. And I can't wait to see how far you go and where you go and what you're going to be doing because we're going to be cheering you on. And I'd love to have front row seats at one of these matches. It's a little scary. I and, can do it. And the bad thing is now that we have the competitive spirit, oh. we feel like we're in the ring. And you're like, and, ah. so yeah. where's the psychos on the side? Yeah. I would be a psycho Crazy right family there. on the side. I would be the crazy but Deb, on the thank side. thank you for having us uh, well, and giving us this opportunity. Them. You know, we never really have talked about this, but you just kind of like put this in stone for us. Like, I've never known that about them and they've never known that about me. We just... So thank you for letting us communicate oh. it out loud. You gave us this platform. Well, yeah, I will always, you. you will always have a platform. How do we reach the fashion truck for those of us who want to continue shopping before yep. we go out? BLFT Reno on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and we have lots of cool pop-up events coming up. Thursday, we're going to be at Mexcal from four to seven for a Galentine's Ooh. sip and shop. Okay. And there's a really delicious margarita that will be on sale. I might yeah, be able to do that one. Off. And I have other stuff that I needed to announce, but this was way too much that was too important so we want you to stay tuned Sorry, Deb. no that is okay you can follow me on facebook but um next week we are going to be talking about heart health in women so we're kind of sticking with the women's theme for valentine's day and dr madeline hardacre will be joining me and i'm excited about that so we're going to talk about women in heart health 
and just how to stay fit and do that kind of stuff. So with all that said, thank you, girls. Thank you, everybody. It's About Town Deb with City Talk. I'll see you next week. And follow me on Facebook. Follow where it's worth it.